What's up, everybody? Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Eric Aspera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got a great episode for you this week. Thank you so much to everyone that's been emailing us your questions. So again, if you want to send us a question, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. And as always, we got to start with some kind of update. So tell me what's going on, Cuz. What's, what's new with the family? What's new with the family? So let's see. You know, of course... Everyone's in the same boat. We're all in this, you know, quarantine position. And now it's time for school to start. And I get faced with like this. To me, it's the million dollar question. Because, you know, the schools are given choices. Do you want to go back virtually or do you want to go back in person? And it's like, what? why are the schools giving me that choice? Why do they want me to fight with my kids? <laughs> it's like, just make the decision, A or B. So, you know. Again, my three older kids, they're going back. They want to see their friends. They're they are tired of, you know, hanging out with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. My little one, though, is hard for me because he's a homebody. Okay. And he likes to hang out at home. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe we'll just do virtual with him because he's really laid back. But, you know, the more I thought about it, I was saying to myself, but if I don't get him out of this house and motivated, even, you know, even though they have to still socially distance at school and still be, you know, six feet apart, they can't really hang out with their friends. I mean, the list of rules and regulations to go back to school are insane. Yeah. I was getting a little anxiety when I was listening to them. <laughs> but, you know, I guess better safe than sorry. So then I'm saying to myself, what is the right decision to make? Like, I don't want to screw up my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're putting all the pressure on me. And, you know, and then they want a decision like the beginning of August. What? August? Like the first week? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I don't know what we're, we're going to be at in five weeks. So I held off. I held off. Well, now guess what? It's time to start school. And what do I do? So basically it was they could either be full time at home mm-hmm. or full time in school. Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. This is the first I've heard of a school giving that option Mm -hmm. because i've heard many full-time home but then the kids going to school it's either like two weeks on two weeks home like half a day's week i you know i'm not sure i mean every school is different every school is pitching their own plan exactly so even if you voted for one then they might be like well we didn't get approved so yeah now he's home and then it's like i'm the type of person i like continuity and i know in this day and age you can't there's no continuity but again it's like if i start you know, my kid virtually, at least I know that he'll be virtual till January. But on the other hand, I want him to kind of try it out. Like, go try it out. See if you can handle it. See if you like it. And if all fails, then, you know, we'll switch to virtual. But then on the other hand is what about if he starts going and he likes it and then we get shut down in, you know, two weeks or a month. Then it's like I got to uplift my kid again. Let Mm -hmm. him get used to now the whole virtual thing. What is the right thing to do? I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. I'd, well, I was going to ask, did you ask him? Is he leaning one way or the other? Well, it's funny you say that because in the beginning, he was like, I'm going back. I'm going back. Okay. I'm like, okay, no problem. Right. But then when he actually heard what his day would consist of and how many temperature checks and he's got to change his shoes and... Um, you have to change he, shoes? He's got to change his shoes. There's indoor shoes and outdoor shoes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and, you know, different masks and you can't order lunch anymore. I got to pack his lunch every day and he's got to sit and eat it by himself. He was like, I'm definitely not going back. And uh-huh. I'm like, I didn't want him to think of it that way. You know, I didn't want him to be like, absolutely not i want him to still try it yeah. but now i'm faced with i'm not gonna go 
Oh boy. Okay. And in my house, I kind of rule the, the rooster here. Like, no, you're going to go if I tell you you're going to go, but I don't want it to be forced. I want it to be more of, I'm going to try it. I'm going to compromise, you yeah. know, kind of thing. So, but in reality, what is the right thing to do? The lunch by yourself just, just killed me when you said that, because I've read all these things about the younger children is really the ones that they're like, no, they need to be in a school mm-hmm. environment and learning the routine and, and physically in front of their teacher and, and, and even socializing. Because, I mean, I know so many young kids do have phones, but like I was babysitting a kid that was seven. He has an iPad and the parents were like, we tried to have him like FaceTime friends, but these young boys, he's like, they just need to like run around and, and be interactive with each other. He's like, they don't just sit there and talk. No. to each other so it's it's really important for the young young kids in that social aspect i agree that i mean this is I, this is tough i don't i don't know what i would do uh because yeah like you said you're like you want him to try it but then almost like if you already know he's going in with a bad attitude you're exactly. like well i know you're gonna not really try it and just in a week be like okay let me stay home i was like the weird compromise in my brain would almost be like is there a neighbor nearby that goes to the same school that if they were to do virtual, like, almost together, so he has, like, a friend over during the day to kind of be social with. It's a great idea, but, um, you know, my kids are in private school, so they're not in town. So every child that goes to school there, they're from different towns. And to make matters, you know, a little bit more difficult, his best friend is doing it virtually. Oh, yeah, that (laughs) doesn't help. It doesn't help, but I feel like the more I think about it, my compromise would be, listen, you have to go and try it. Mm-hmm. Try it and go in it. You might like it, but you have to try it. Is it a full, full day? It's a full day. Do they have like gym class and everything? Because I do. heard all, oh, okay. So some schools, they are like no gym, no music, no extracurricular. So it's almost like it's a half day every day, the kids yeah. that are going in. And I guess would say for kids that are at home, yeah, basically no. like the things you just absolutely have to cover school wise. No, he's in from 8.30 in the morning until 3.30 in the afternoon. Wow, okay. So, which again makes me a little nervous with the whole mask situation. Because listen, I could wear a mask all day. I, I, before, you know, I married my husband, I was a surgical technologist. I did wear oh, a okay. mask all day. Yeah. So I'm used to it. But for my nine-year-old child that's never worn a mask, and we've been trying to practice. We've been, you know, mm-hmm. I've been trying to put it on him. We've been going out a little bit just so he practices wearing a mask. I'm telling you, he doesn't even last 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of kids. Especially, you know, Carlo's 11, right? He's nine. Nine. Oh, shoot. He's nine. Oh, okay, I thought he was at least <laughs> 10. Um, uh, but, uh, I mean, so many kids younger than him. You're like, yeah, what? Like, you can't get mad. They're these young kids. Exactly. Like, they're just trying to live and be children. And it's, it's something that they're at lower risk for health-wise if they are to get the virus. They are most likely to be okay. But it's more the whole, it's going to spread through kids, though. Exactly. To adults at home. Exactly. And to their grandparents and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that's tough. When do you have to give the answer by? Um, in like three days. <laughs> three days? It sounds like you're leaning towards we're going to try it. I, I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person that I don't think you should make a decision unless you try something. Um, you know, whether it's trying something new at food or, right. you know, trying a new job or... I think in order for you to say, yes, I'm doing it or no, I'm not, you have to at least give it a try. Yeah, I was going to say this reminds me of like when I was applying to colleges, I picked like the hardest subject to start because I was like, it's easier to go to a less hard course of study. Because like if you suddenly decide later you want to do medical school, 
it's like, okay, well, medical school is a lot of school. And you're basically going to have to restart college because you need intro classes that Mm -hmm. you skipped for the first year or whatever it is. So I almost feel like, yeah, it's easier to just be the in school and then switch to virtual. Because essentially, if some kids get sick, they will have to. Absolutely. So it's easier that way than vice versa. I'm telling you the rules. And I get it. So I'm not complaining. I get it. But at the same time, like, my son has allergies. If Mm -hmm. he's sneezing and has a runny nose automatically everyone thinks it's corona (laughs) (laughs) but in reality my son has allergies yeah but i gotta keep him home now for two weeks but even if they don't think it's corona it's like you can't just go up to the front of the class and grab a tissue like you used to like yeah what's the rule of you need to blow your nose no no they're not allowed to if they have a runny nose they have to stay home those are the rules that's it like no ifs ands or buts if you just like you know not to be gross but like honk a loogie in class oh you have what do you do first of all the emergency list you have to fill out this year needed to be every single person that could get there within an hour because if you have a runny nose that's it you bet your ass somebody better be there within an hour to game go get over. your child game over oh and they got to stay home <laughs> oh, geez. so again it's and i get like i said i don't want anyone to take me the wrong way i get it it's for yeah. the safety there's also a lot of rules and regulations. And I also feel bad for these teachers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, oh, I yeah. know that they've been working so hard for months mm-hmm. just for this, you know, preparation. So I-, I feel bad for everybody. I feel bad for the teachers. I feel bad for the students. I feel bad for the parents. Yeah. Because what about those parents that have to work full time and, you know, try to juggle teaching their children? And and that's one thing I have to say my kids school did a phenomenal job going virtually Mm -hmm. because I did not have to teach my kids like they were on screen with their teacher for every subject so I can't complain there that I can't I can't do that part's at least good yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man well I mean good luck to you and any parents listening right now I mean yeah good luck I feel for you guys um if you need help give me a call Thank you all for tuning into the podcast. Just for listening, we're giving you 10% off your order from carlosbakery.com. The bakery is now shipping nationwide. You can get cakes, cannolis, lobster tails, you name it. Perhaps surprise someone for their birthday with a little treat. Visit our website and enter promo code CUS10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's promo code CUS10. Again, that's promo code CUZ10 at carlosbakery.com. Order something for yourself, maybe a little birthday treat for someone you love from carlosbakery.com. Um, all right, so let's get into some fan questions today. So like I said, guys, if you have anything you want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. All right, so up top, someone was confused. They were like, are you two really cousins? Ah. And I was like, I thought, I thought it was explained enough, but I didn't catch it up top either. So I never looked it up because technically you and Buddy are my mother's first cousin. Yes. So people always go, what does that make me? And I looked it up. And so we are, you're my first cousin once removed. So That's once, a little confusing. I know. It's, <laughs> well, it explains uh, first cousins share the same set of grandparents on either their mother's or father's side. While once removed indicates the grandparents are from different generations. Okay. So I don't share a grandparent with you and Buddy. My mother does. Exactly. So there you go, everybody. That's that's how you explain That's his explanation. It. So is it easier to say you're our second cousin? No. So I looked oh. that up too because that's what I usually would say. I'd be like, I think it's like second cousin. My second cousin is your kids. 
So it's two first cousins, both set of children. They're second cousins. Okay. Which that I, I thought I knew and that that was correct. So all these you, technical so terms. So Sophia, Buddy, Mar- Marco, they're all my second cousin. So there we go. But I never looked it up. People would always ask me and I'd be like, I don't, you know, we just yeah. say cousin. Everyone's a cousin, which technically it is, but it is, it is first removed technically. All right. Well, I'm glad that we clear that up. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I guess I, for, I forgot to explain it. Um, anyway. So let's get our first question here. Uh, first question is called recovering partner. Hey, cuz. So I have a question regarding family and health. I remember watching the Cake Boss episode when I was 17 of Buddy having his double hernia removed and thought to myself, this looks crazy based on the fact that Lisa just had Carlo and there are three other kids to shop and run around for. I'm now 25, and although I do not have children, I do own a company, and my partner is going in for surgery, which will put him out of work for a few weeks. My question for Lisa is, how did you cope when Buddy was out of action? Sending you guys so much love from the UK, XO, Amy. All right. So how do you remember I the I double hernia? I do remember. Hernia? So my husband, I remember when I was like nine months pregnant with Carlo, he was complaining of some pain. And, you know, he had gone to the doctor and they said, well, you have a hernia. And I'm like, well, I'm nine months pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And when do you want to take care of this? So my husband figured, you know what? Being that, you know, when Lisa has the baby, we'll probably lay low for a little bit and I'll be home. That's a great time to go get a hernia fixed. So, um, like I could be home with the baby with my hernia. Yeah, exactly. That's almost the idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, f- I guess they, when you're the boss, you might not get the paternity leave. Technically, technically you're always working. Exactly. And so, maybe you know, he figured, hey, so it'd be like you know, she had twins instead of one baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, you like know, you got to get up and get milk anyway. You might as well grab me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but listen, in reality, um, everything always works out. So you have to, during those times, you have to, you have to rely on family too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have to say, thank God for my mom. My mom was there with me and she helped out. And, you know, I don't know if you remember through the episodes also, Carlo was also born with acid reflux. So during my husband's hernia surgery, I was also dealing with Carlo's acid reflux as a newborn. A newborn so we were reflux. seeing gastroenterologists, hernia doctors, all within like the first month of birth. Oh my God. So thank God I'm a fast healer. That's yeah, all I was I'm going like, to say. Because you have your own appointments yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And you know, my mom helped with my older kids. So family is very important during a time like that. Um, and you know, if you don't have a lot of family around, friends and uh if it's just the two of you, it always works out in the long run. Um, I, I know it might seem overwhelming. And I know if you look at things as a whole, you're like, how the hell am I going to do this? If you just take it one day at a time and you look at it as a daily task and not mm-hmm. a weekly or a monthly task. Like, I don't know what I'm doing on Friday until probably Thursday night. Okay. Like, because if, if I looked at my calendar as a whole, like if I Monday morning say oh my god look at this week it, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a nice sight trust mm-hmm. me it wouldn't be you have to kind of look at it as a daily thing and you know at nighttime before i go to bed i look at my calendar for the next day and i'm like okay let me set my alarm for this time because i got this 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 and this going on and the kids have this appointment and that appointment i it's funny because when people say to me how do you do it 
I say, my life is a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I put the pieces in place. And for some reason, thank God, it always works out. Yeah. I mean, family is a family is always a big help. Exactly. I, that's why I often know people, uh, they'll first get married, they'll be somewhere. And then when they think about having kids, they often move mm-hmm. back to near some family because you're going to need help yeah. no matter what you're doing. Because uh, I was going to say, when you and Buddy first got married, didn't you live with one of his sisters? It's funny you say that. Like so, in the same house? Yeah. So Buddy and I bought our first home and... Um, <laughs> You know, we were supposed to, when we got married, we were supposed to go on our honeymoon to Hawaii. But unfortunately, September 11th happened and we got married October 14th. So we were still very skeptical on flying anywhere. And under the circumstances, you know, going on a honeymoon is something fun. And the mood was just so somber that we had decided to just, you know, cancel it, lay low. So when we got married, we had our first house that we had bought together. And we got married and went home. And Buddy's sister, Lisa... Had, was living with us with her baby and her ex-husband <laughs> so you know and i was young i was only 21 yeah. years old so i took it as a oh that's like a party every day here you know we would cook and bake every night and you know it was like uh you know like i said a party every night at my house yeah but i i remember because when i was young i would play with grace ann's kids robert and bart were yeah. more my age and and then madeline's daughter mary I remember going over and it was like everyone lived near each other, mm-hmm. but it would rotate of like what parent was home from the bakery. Yep. It basically was like everybody else is there. Okay, Madeline's home, but Madeline's watching everybody's kids. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I know this woman said she didn't have kids, but I was just like, oh my God, it's just, it's always crazy times when you look back it's on everything. It's so crazy because again, so I would watch Teresa, which was Lisa's daughter when she had the, you know, morning or afternoon shift. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I would watch Teresa when Lisa had the afternoon shift because I would go to work in the morning. No, oh, jeez. And then in the afternoon, I would watch Teresa. And then um, when I had Sophia, I didn't work anymore. So then Madeline lived next door to me. So I would pick up her son from preschool every day at 1130. <laughs> and then in the afternoon, sometimes watch Teresa. So it kind of oh, yeah. it kind of was the same thing, you know? And it makes me be like, well, back then, actually, there wasn't cell phones like there is yeah, now. Not. Yeah definitely not as reliable and just you send a text that i'm like i don't know how people (laughs) managed before having essentially literally having anybody on call so true like when it was just beepers (laughs) that was crazy um i was gonna say something that would help them pass the time would be you guys can start like a tv show together and that could at least almost feel like you're getting something done because you can't really go anywhere and obviously if someone has a surgery you really need to be careful about interacting with new people um, but I think at night that could be an easy, nice thing to unwind together yeah. that you watch a show with your husband. But, you know, you got to make sure he doesn't cheat and watch ahead a couple episodes <laughs> when you're out at work and he's home. So, so true. Get yeah. him his own show to get into by himself. And then <laughs> and then have your together show. Have a good together show to watch. Uh, man. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. As always, send us your questions at what's up cause pod at gmail.com and don't forget to use your bakery code for 10 percent off that expires october 1st so make sure you get it in order before october comes uh, which is only a month away which is shocking so promo code cuz 10 on the website carlosbakery.com and don't forget to tune in because we have so much more to talk about oh yeah see you guys next week Bye. bye